In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or, or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Flash evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International with the Ghost Finder himself, Mr. Richard Felix. Good day to you, sir. And Ron Kolick from this side of the pond, New England's own Van Helsink. So, what's up there, young man? Thank you for that. Am I younger than you? I can't remember. No, Am I the two months? You're I'm actually older. You're older than me, but I didn't want to rub it in. Nah, there you are, you see. I'm older than you. I tell you what, one day I'm going to have to have a go at that, aren't I? The, the, the intro, the start, but uh, I've got to learn it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, one day, one day it'll come. Yeah, I'm extremely well. Things are fantastic here. Um, the sun's been shining still. I hope it's shining over there still. I, I miss it, you know, Ron. I miss it terribly over there. Really? I, I want to come back. Yeah, I mean it. I miss you. I know that. Well, I tell you, we had a fantastic time. I, I, I don't think I've ever enjoyed myself so much in, in, in the whole of my life. Um, and I just love New England. And tell me something, guys. How's fall started? Oh, yeah. Ah! It's today. Everything turning, all the maple leaves today. turning. Sorry? I believe it's today. Oh, 20, 21st, 22nd, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, the, uh, equinox. yeah. So things are looking good over there, are they? Uh, it's nice. Actually, it's a warm day today. So Really? That's kind of cool. Oh, I see. Never mind. I shall be back. I promise you. Um, because I miss the place. I really do. I, I, I love it. So uh, I shall... Uh, anything new to report? Yes, um, actually, we have quite a bit to report. Uh... Just uh, Sunday, I was out uh, poking around uh, investigating a World War II vintage bomber. No. Oh, no, I'm, I'm into aircraft. I used to dig uh, crashed planes up, you know, uh, in, in England uh, on the hill. Really? Yeah, in the Peak District in England. There's, there's like 60, 60 crashed Second World War II planes, bombers and all sorts of things. Uh, tell me, what, what plane were you investigating? It was the 90, uh, ooh, I can't say. Uh, it was a uh, B-17. <laughs> a B-17, oh, listen, no, this is not just for the show. My favorite plane. Really? Flying Fortress. Flying Fortress B-17. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really mean it. I, I, I've actually dug uh, part of a B-17 up uh, in the Peak District uh, and found all sorts of stuff, including uh, propeller blades and, oh, boy. So this one was intact, was it? Oh, yes. It, it's part of a uh, thing. There was a uh, B-25, too, they had. 
And uh, B twenty five was a Mitchell, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a bigger plane. Not as not, yes. not as not as sexy as the B seventeen. Sorry, did you say a twenty five or a twenty nine? I believe it's a twenty five. Twenty five. Wow. And so tell me about this B seventeen because I, I, I've never I've never actually seen a whole one. <laughs> For want of a better word, I've only ever seen them in bits. Really? And the, yeah. And one of my favourite films, of course, was uh, Memphis Belle. In fact, the, Mem- the Memphis Belle was uh, was here oh a little while ago, and, and one of our, our EVP specials that was able to uh, go up and fly with it, fly in it. Wow. Oh, so what do you think so, about that? You missed it uh, all, my you, friend. You, Oh, now you've really upset me. Um, so where was this? Where was it? Where was the B-17? It was It was on an airport. Uh, it was part of a, a, a display that goes around the country. Yeah. Um, it, it was interesting, though, because uh, we, we would, went on board. There's not a lot of room on one of those things. I hate to no, tell you. No, I know. Well, I've never been in one, but... Uh, oh, yeah, I there isn't. Imagine. There isn't. I mean, it's like basically a plank. You have to walk over the bomb, um, yeah. bomb doors and stuff. It, it's, it's pretty tiny, and... Uh, we went into the radio room, which was uh, the probably the biggest part of the plane, yeah. and uh, we did some uh, uh, work there. Uh, we did two things. We did uh, the hack shack, uh, and I still yes. didn't analyze that. Uh, so uh, we did get some. For those who don't know what that is, that's basically an, an AM radio where the scanner is disabled, so it constantly scans, and then you ask the spirit questions and. Supposedly, it, it picks uh, phrases out of the uh, ionosphere and uh, gets them across through the radio. So it's it's interesting. I, I still have to analyze that, though. But we also wow. make contact, which was kind of interesting. Um, I don't want to get too much in the show because I know that we have uh, uh, some guests coming on. Two guests. Two guests. Um, so, but basically, uh, we had made contact with a Polish-American who was killed... Uh, by one of the engines. Oh my goodness! Which was weird, and he, and he wasn't in the military, and right. uh, it was it was kind of strange. It was it was very so, strange, actually. So, so, so was he hit by by one of the propeller blades? See, that's the thing. Well, we 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 made contact in the radio room, and then uh, we decided to go out to the engine where he supposedly was killed at, and we made contact again, and then it became more clear and everything. Is we oh. had got more questions answered via the pendulum. Uh, we found out that he actually worked in an airplane factory. That's why he wasn't in the military. And he was killed gotcha. by this engine while he, while they were either refurbishing it or, or building it. Oh, so, so in other words, his ghost follows or, or is still with the, the implement that, that killed him. The yeah, engine. isn't that interesting, huh? That's fascinating. Mm. Oh, but I like I that thought one. I thought you Oh, I love it. But very, very quick, because you are right, we, we have to move on. But <clears throat> let me tell you something that, that I learned, and I've never tried it yet. Uh, someone may be able to help us, actually, with, with this. I was talking to a guy last year who was uh, in the parachute regiment uh, over yeah. here, and he was a, 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 a high top, top radio operator. And uh-huh. he told me that if you get a certain – he's done it himself. If you get a certain sort of the old-fashioned crystal radio, the sort of things that were used during the Second World War – Right. And if you're on an airfield and you tune it in to, I can't remember what 
megahertz or whatever it is, but I've got it written down somewhere, 55 point something or other, that you can actually receive messages through this radio going back to the Second World War from air- aircraft. That are still. I, I don't doubt that. That was one of the experiments I, I did want to do, but I couldn't get my hands on a crystal set. Yeah, but we need to. Without we need to sort that. We've we've got to bring on our guest. And, I should think uh, so as well. Right. So, anyways, uh, we are our guest today is none other than uh, Dorothea, who happens to be an astrologer, much like your friend, Mister David Wells. Hello. Who I was talking to tonight. Hello. Hello, hey, Dorothy. Am I on? <laughs> You're on. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> Hello, How everybody. Are you? How are you? I, I'm, nice I'm nice doing, to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you, too. I know we only had about two seconds the night that I saw you at Dining with the Dead, but I, I know. enjoyed that, your lecture. I couldn't believe an hour and a half flew by like that. No, that I find I, that every time I do it. Uh, <laughs> was that before I threw you out of your seat, uh, Dorothy? Um, yeah, we got to speak for about two seconds, and then you interrupted us. <laughs> That's right. He d- he <laughs> Listen, when I come back, when I come back, we'll spend some more time, because uh, um, I understand that, that we there are one or two things on my lecture that you were uh, biting your tongue over. <laughs> oh, I was. I wanted to be like that little kid in the back of the seat going, ooh, ooh, teacher, can I tell you something? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, come on. Well, now is your chance. Hmm? Now is your chance. Now is my yeah, chance. Now's, now's the time, Dorothy, because I mean, I, when I wondered, because Ron actually said to me at the time, you know, that, that you, you'd been biting your tongue, I thought, oh, there are things she disagrees with, which I hope there probably are. Oh, well, you know, some, no, I, I, don't, I don't recall disagreeing. I recall... Oh, great. Oh, well, that's the, even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the things you said just sort of striked um, a chord with, um, with some of the things that I look at in astrology, because sometimes... Um, well, a lot of times people oh. want to know what's going on with past lives. And, and yes. when you were talking about um, people leaving their imprints, and I don't know your language well enough, but um, not the English, the, uh, the, um, the ghosty language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's not a problem. Yeah, when you're you... right, an imprint of themselves. What's that? An imprint of themselves, possibly yeah. in the building. Or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and astrologically, I mean, you, you can see what people's, past lives were like, but there are configurations that come into um, a lot of people's charts that, you know, you can see how dramatic the death was, the previous right. death was. And, you know, I just, I just thought that was really fascinating because you can see it in a lot of people's charts and there's a number of different things and I won't bore you with the astrology technical part Oh, no, I want to know more. I want to know more <laughs> about it. Well, we look at the asteroid Chiron, and Chiron's the wounded healer, and, you know, depending on how angular that is, whether it's yep. the ascendant, you know, on the four angles of the wheel, you know, how angular that is, um, we can see what kind of wounds that you've brought in to, uh, to work with, you know, to, to heal from. And a lot yes. of times we will pull that energy from past lives into the current one, and we even pick families that... So even if you don't believe in past lives, but we pick families that will reinforce these fears, these fears of whether it's heights or drowning or just these irrational fears that some of us have. And a lot of this energy is pulled from traumatic past lives. That's why there's always so much activity in, in the true Salem area, you know, just from hangings and people having issues yeah. with their throats. You know, somebody's Taurus energy, which is Venus, 
is afflicted in a chart, you can see that they don't like anything. I'm that way. I know I've seen oh. past lives like that. You know, you don't want anything. I don't want anything around my neck. I can't wear a turtleneck. Necklaces have to be long. You see, right. so you, so when, so that time period, like there is no time when you're in no. spirit. No, of course not. Um, but however long, I, I think, however long that you can, you keep repeating that pattern, like you said, whether it's residual or intelligent, I'm not sure yeah. if it matters with either, um, that just makes it stronger when you finally do get to the point where you can leave and then reincarnate. Wow. It's, it's that, that is that is sort of um, going very much down the lines of, of of what I'm what I'm saying. So obviously you, you're you, obviously you're a believer in 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 reincarnation and, and past lives. That's obvious. Yeah. Um, uh, do you agree with me then that that there is that's why some people have twenty six past lives and someone else only has four or five and because of the. When you said that, I had never thought of it before, and it makes so much sense. <laughs> I had not thought of that. I mean, you know, those, you know, thought, I don't know if any thought's ever original, but sometimes there's a few like that one. Well, for me, it's just like I'd never heard of that, and that makes a huge amount of sense because... Are you I mean, listening to this, Ronald Colake? <laughs> I'm chosen to restore it, you know. I mean, I'm being polite to the guests, uh, but you know what? I'm sitting here... He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> but you do realise, don't you, Dorothy, that that, that Ron and I uh, sort of agree to differ on on certain certain aspects of the paranormal. So this, keep going, kid. You're doing me the world of good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He's rolling. He's 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 boldly rolling his eyes wherever he's sitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in other words, it, it, it is a possibility. That's all I'm ever saying. That you know, the nature of your death. Or the nature of, of the way you lived your life can can sort of be how many lives you have, whether you're ready to move on to the next astral plane or wherever we go. Yes. Yep. Really. I agree. I, I think I it just it just feels right to me. I mean, mm. you know, like like you. I mean, it's hard to actually have any proof whatsoever. But there is not. There isn't. Mm. You know. So. Oh, I say, I'm, I'm taking this over a bit, aren't I? But I'm, I'm very right. I'm fascinated by the whole thing. Absolutely. I mean, where? So, ugh, astrology obviously is 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 the study of of the the stars uh, and people who live by them or affected by them. Is that is that correct? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what most people think. Yeah, I mean, you can be affected by them if you, if you want to be, but basically, what are um, where the planets were at the time that you were born in relationship to where you were born and when you were yes. born? You know, it, it gives us patterns. So again, I can see past life patterns. I can see patterns that each person brings in individually um, on what they want to work with, what talents they have. So what works easy so they can use those things that they know, that they feel really comfortable with. It's talents. It's, it's our mm. gifts. And then how we can use those things to work through patterns. Nothing is fate. I don't believe any of this is fate. All of these, all of these patterns that everybody is born with, they're each, each and own, um, even twins, have, are, are different because it's about choice. It's about yeah. choice. Are you choosing to pay attention to what's going on? Are you going to let, well, like this Mercury retrograde that's happening now? A lot of people just they don't they know what their sun sign is and they and they've heard what Merc, they've heard of Mercury retrograde and they expect just because everything's going wrong, Mercury is retrograde. Yeah, but when is it a retrograde? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this week it's true. 
<laughs> in my book, I'm a Gemini, and each astrological sign has a planet that is our ruler, and Mercury is the ruler of Gemini and Virgo. And Mercury is retrograde in Virgo right now, and I'm a Gemini. So people who are air signs, so mostly the Geminis and Virgos, are really going to be affected by this because um, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit dysfunctional in the sense that we, as far as communicating and any forms of communication, I'm talking computers to phones, everything, and vehicles, but all of this is about when planets are retrograde, they all go retrograde except the sun and the moon. When planets are retrograde, it's about going inward, spending time in, stop pushing forward, just, you know, be still, pay attention, listen, redo anything. You know, anything with the RE in the, big, in the front of it is what we need to do during retrogrades. And when things, when you push too hard, it causes more problems because we're not supposed to be pushing forward at this point. We're supposed to be kind of taking our time and slowing down. And that's why it causes problems for people. It's just a myth that it's always going to be troublesome. Wow. I yeah. see. So, so all of this really is, is, is saying it, very much so that, that we are so much part of the universe, much oh, more part of the universe than we, than we imagine. Yes. yes. I thought so. It is. It's all, it's all energy. We're all a different form of energy. Um, yeah. That's into quantum physics, which I have no experience in whatsoever, but it really is. We're all just one sort of energy or another. It just depends on how it's Yeah, and part of one big universe. Exactly. And and what's beyond that, of course. That's that's the thing. I will say, tell me that here's the biggest question for you, and I'm sure you've probably been asked it before. Obviously, you, you were just talking about different levels and how we go on from this, you know, the possibility that we have to come back because we're not ready to go to the next level. And this, Where do we go? Yeah. Where, I mean, because I'm not a heaven and hell person. You probably know that. And I know Ronald knows that only too well. Yeah, I'm not either. I mean, I think... Oh, well done. I think we create heaven or hell right here, right now. Correct. I think to yeah. me that where do we go? I don't, you know, it's it's energy. We just return to a different form of energy, the consciousness. That I, I don't I have no idea. Yes, yes. <laughs> you've, you've, again, you've hit the nail on the head yeah. because I, I um, was talking to a guy who had I've told Ron this before had three um, um, near death experiences. Um, Ron's yeah, had two, I, haven't you? Yeah, I saw what's your point. That's well, it, it, this, this guy. This guy said to me that he, yeah. has, because of it, has yeah, because he had studied it in great detail, and he's a believer that we go back into a bank of consciousness, uh, which um, and one of the things that doesn't die or doesn't leave us is our ego, our own personality, and he he likened it to a lake um, of, of consciousness, or a lake of water. But during the winter, when it becomes frozen. Um, it forms ice patterns and, and chunks of ice, which are a little bit like our our ego, our personality. And then when we die, we go back into the con- bank of consciousness, and that's when, like when summer comes, and all those ice particles that have certain shapes drift mm-hmm. back into this 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 pool. water, this pool until <laughs> until winter comes again. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, huh. whatever. <laughs> We're going to forever theorize about that one, aren't we? <laughs> of course. Of course. I know. But, nobody um, ever comes back from that, in, in, at least in a, a majorly conscious state. 
I mean, you know, my my theory, what I've read and heard, and just uh, in all of my experiences, just as as far as um, why we're here, you know, we're here. The spirit, um, when you're in that bank of consciousness, so to speak, um, yes. you're just part of it. There's really no learning experiences there. Yes. And yes. so we come into the physical body. And it excels the spirit faster. That's why we come in and, and we deal with everything that we have to deal with. With a body, we have to feed every day, and we get sick. And yeah. all because you know all these physical experiences excels the spirit. And astrologically, yeah. we can see where somebody, what somebody is really wanting to focus on, whether it's compassion or learning yeah. to really communicate who they are in a very, you know, just in, in, a, in a very creative way. But, you know, they've, all, they've been taught, a lot of people that I do readings for, I just happen, they just uh, drawn to, to me or I'm to them, or however it kind of works both ways. You know, a lot of yeah. people really have issues with speaking up. Because, I mean, my God, I mean, just in the last few hundred years, which is nothing in human life, um, mm-hmm. human time span, I mean, so many people are persecuted just for not thinking the way that you were supposed to think or be or do, just in, the, in you know, the last... Like me. Centuries, yeah. Like me, like I don't, you. I don't blend with you guys and all your reincarnation. So you just give it to me like hey. a, a poor listen, relative. <laughs> listen, she and I are singing from the same hymn sheet. I think so. Choir, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, but Ron, you're right. a Pisces. So, so you're ready. Hey, you're I'm a Pisces as well. Oh, you are, Ron. I don't understand. You know what, Ron? One of these days, you're going to have to find what time you were born. Well, we're, you know, get Maureen to douse on a on a time chart so we can figure out what time you were born. Mm-hmm. I want to know why you're so rigid. You shouldn't be. I'm not sure that he ever was born. I think he may have been hatched. <laughs> I, I, well, no, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was not born, not hatched. I always existed. Oh, there you go. That's mm-hmm. Pisces. There you go. That's, That's Van Helsing for you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nobody knows my true age, but anyways, I will have to. I actually have to tell you guys because uh, come on, my, my mom's uh, ninety-seven years old now, and uh, she started to tell me these little stories and stuff that I, that I didn't realize. But I found out that my uh, her father's father in Poland used to be in the village, and when anyone died, they used to go to him to either get message to the dead person. To get a message from the dead person. Oh my gosh, how cool and, was that? <laughs> and then also, I found out that my grandfather, who came to America and lived in Lowell, Mass., um, yeah. used to live in a haunted place and actually saw spirits and talked to spirits. Wow. Ooh, oh, figure that out. That was your grandfather. That was my grandfather on my mother's side. Well, it runs in the family. Bizarre, isn't it? No, yeah. not at all. It runs in the family. No, I, I, I've never seen spirits all it's my life. I've never wrong. talked to spirits. Uh, you know, I, I don't believe in any of a lot of this stuff until I started exploring it. Now, now, of course, I do. I mean, I believe in a lot of it. And, but I don't think it's all neat and arranged like everybody thinks it is. It's, I think it's much more in-depth than, than it is. Yeah, yep. It, it, I think, it probably is. It probably is. I think is. there's so much more that we need to, as I keep saying over and over again, and if we do get it through to people in the end, you know, we, we're just not doing enough research into it. Um, here, we're too busy. We're too busy taking photographs of Mars, and we need to be looking inwardsly at our own, you know, our own self and, and understanding, trying to understand what we're all about. And tonight, I'll tell you, you, you really have. Um, 
explained quite a bit. I, I wish we'd had more time at the Wor- at, oh. uh, not at the Worthen, at um, the Wyndham. Yeah. Um, I would yeah. have loved a reading. Yeah. Wow. I've never had one. No kidding. Well, we, we can arrange one. that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We can arrange that, Richard, can't we? Uh, uh, what's your name? My name's Dorothy. Dorothy, <laughs> 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 uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, shall I, shall I get on the next plane, Rowan? Come back. No, no, no. We can, we can actually do that, Richard. What, what you can do is, is email where you were born, the time you were born, and uh, how much money you have in the bank. <laughs> oh, that won't take long. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I miss something, Dorothy? Or is uh, that nope, just the, the, the day, the time, and the place. Oh, yeah, I'm really not sure of the time. That's the trouble. Yeah, that's important. Um, but we can, you know, I, we can I, still work with it, but I like to... Look at the house. You know, you know the time. Yeah, I know the time and the place. That's not a problem. But I'm, I'm really not sure about the time. Um, I'd better, I'd better ask my brother. Yeah. I'm sure he'll remember. Well, yeah. Was he around then? He was. He was. Oh, he's 13, 13 years older than me. Really? He might even. Yeah. yeah he might remember. Well, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Ron's website in their links on their link page. So. Oh, I'll do. I'd love to. Really would, Dorothy, because they never. The nearest I've ever come to it. Was, was, there's a book uh, called The ABC of the Paranormal, uh, and, and in it it gives you uh, the, um, the, what's the word, I'm not tendencies is the wrong word, but you know, it deals with Pisces, and, everything, and it describes the, how, those, what, how those people are. Yeah. And I, I, I know... People. What do you mean, those people? Those people, those people, you, people. you, me, you know, how, what Pisceans, what the traits are of being a Piscean. Well, that's and, good. And I know you can. I know you can tie into it anything you want. But honest to God, that it was a full page, and the whole page was. I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Um, that's that's so, awesome. Yeah. No, no, not everybody feels completely about um, like their sun sign. I mean, we have we use nine planets all together, counting the sun and the moon. You know, we use right. nine of them all together. So, you know, what your moon is, where your moon is, really influences um, a lot of how people see you and how you feel. And also, what's on the horizon at the time that you were born is the mm-hmm. biggest influence of how people feel. So, a lot of people will say, "Well, I really don't act like a Taurus. Why do Why do they say I'm a Taurus?" It's like, "Well, yeah. you've got this rising, and your sun is afflicted. So, you're not. You, you need to learn about Taurus, but you're not going to act like one yet because you haven't learned about it yet." I see. You know? Oh, well, I, I definitely, definitely act like a Pisces. <laughs> well, I think so, anyway. So, um, well, that's what anyway, me, anyway. I, I know the time is running down, but I do want to mention that uh, my good friend Dorothea here, Miss Little Miss Red Shoes, uh, will be co-hosting uh, Ghost Chronicles Live this Wednesday uh, at 7 p.m. So if you're, you're tired of me and Maureen fighting, hey, tune in. <laughs> and I'll be going over some of the things I'll be going over is uh, just a little more details on the Mercury retrograde and if anybody wants to call in and find out where that's going on in their chart because the most important day for this retrograde will be September 29th when it turns around and I'll get into a lot of that tomorrow night alrighty I All right, be tuning so, in awesome we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And you, uh, anything you want to add before uh, I kick you off? Uh, nope. My website, naturalrightscharms.com. Which is linked onto the New England Ghost Project site, which is nagostproject.com, any yes. like New England. 
And Dorothy, thank you so much for coming on. I, I know you, you made Richard's day, but you know, one of the, one of these days, I'm going to, uh, you know, bring you back in uh, to reality, and okay. you'll realize that reincarnation is all a myth. Okay. <laughs> Dorothy, it was lovely, lovely Love talking to you thank again. Thank you. I, I look forward to, to having a reading from you. I really, right. I'll, I'll do that. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. All right. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Live on TojiNet. We, I mean, International. We'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to TojiNet Radio with a cutting edge. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear these latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with the Ghost Finder General himself, Mr. Richard Felix. With New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, live on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. And beyond. Yeah. So yeah. anyways. Um, that was good. That was yeah. good. Yeah. She's filling in uh, on Wednesday for us because we will be at the Circles of Wisdom and uh, Andrew doing a book signing and a little uh, beach. Or, no, I don't I should say so. Is the, book going, is the book going well? The book is going very, very well. Uh, yep. So uh, we're excited about it. I'm very so. pleased about that. Fantastic. All right. So, so she's good. She's good. She was good. I, she's singing from my hymn sheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways, uh, why don't we bring on our next guest, who why don't uh, we? is a little bit more of the. Uh oh. Just lost him. Uh, press the wrong button. That ain't good. <laughs> don't you don't think he's more on your side than mine, do you? This guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's on your side. I, I don't well, know why I get. Side. I don't know. I have nobody on my side. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. Well, that's being a Van Helsing, you see, that does that. Uh, yeah, it's something. Yeah. But anyways, I just dropped my collar. So, anyways, they put him on the air, and now uh, Josh, are you there? This is Josh Mantella from the Berkshire Paranormal. Oh, hello, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I dropped you. It was my bad. Oh, all right, that's good. 
You should have never allowed me to press buttons. That's what happens. Uh, you know, buttons are dangerous things. Yeah. So, so Josh, uh, you are the uh, founder of the Berkshire Paranormal, and also uh, you have just written a, a book with uh, Chris Belzano called uh, what? Um, picture yourself capturing ghosts on film. Uh, Ooh. I, oh, I want a copy of that, Josh. Sounds intriguing. It's uh, it's, it's out there. It's, it's actually for sale now. It's on Barnes and Noble and Amazon and in the stores at Barnes and Noble now. I actually had to, to I haven't I had to actually go out to the store and prove it to my there and uh, and see it on the shelf. And actually, it was right there next to Ghost Chronicles. So, oh, excellent. You know, I, I was oh. so glad because you, you know when they they originally. Ghost Chronicles was uh, by Ron Kolick and Maureen Wood. Well, the, the Queen didn't like that, so we changed it to Maureen Wood and Ron Kolick. So I was I was kind of worried that we would get crappy shelf position because W is like on the bottom. But no, this is no, this is. Yeah, I know they what, a, what they what they what they did for some reason is they uh, actually they've got it ca- characterized by what my last name so it puts her right in the middle of the shelf which I was extremely happy. Now, this was actually a big table uh, full of uh, just you know seasonal books. You know, it's a Halloween table full you know vampire books and every book oh, ever really? written. And I'm in Massachusetts, so every you know every haunted Massachusetts book, weird Massachusetts, all those are on there. Ghost Chronicles, the, the Picture Yourself books, uh, stuff about vampires, a couple zombie books, you know. It was right on there, the, you know, stack. There was about four or five of them stacked right up there for, for both of ours, so. Now, and I actually, I saw yours in the weirdest place, too. The first time I saw I got to say this. I meant to tell you earlier, and I forgot. In the bathroom? No. In the toilet. I saw, I saw, the first time I saw Ghost Chronicles on the shelf was in a toy store. Really? It's right here, right here in North Adams. I, I, I had taken my daughter down shopping for her birthday in a toy store, and I and I'm flipping. I'm look, I go by and just out of the corner of my eye, I go, "That looks familiar," because I had seen the cover work before on your webpage. And I go, hey, "Ghost Chronicles? What is it doing here in a toy store?" But there it was. Well, you know, I am a boy toy. <laughs> so I, don't maybe, I don't know. Maybe if the uh, the you know a little privately owned. Or I don't know, maybe the owner, you know, knew had the Houghton Mansion in it, and uh, and decided to at least get a copy to try and sell. Well, they, oh, they, saw might, my fine, they saw my fine picture in the back of it and said, "Well, this will definitely bring uh, people in." That's right. They wanted, to, they wanted to appeal to the uh, the older female crowd and not just you know, the young. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. He may well have taken it in part exchange for a toy. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even ask what kind. Never mind. Moving right along, Josh. What um, what is this book about? Picture yourself, uh, ghost in the light, or something like that. I was going to ask that question. Oh, I'm uh, Don. I'm getting two or two to you now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's it's a, a full color gloss or full color glossy book. Um, tons of pictures, and obviously, it's a book about um spirit photography. Um, it covers both still photography and video photography. It gives you a lot of the how-tos and what not to do when investigating, you know, doing some ghost hunting to help you either capture some ghosts, um, hopefully on film, and when you do capture something, maybe some of the stuff to uh, help debunk it. That's kind of my uh, nick, and uh, the majority of what I have in there is the stuff that uh, kind of tells you what not to do and 
what to what to do if you do have something and how to debunk it. So, right. it, you know, it's kind of a guide um, in, in a how-to book on capturing this stuff on film. So you're the sort of guy that ticks the normal boxes first. Right. Yeah. And then at the end of it, if there's a box without a tick, then you start thinking, oh, my God, this could be real or it could be, it could be paranormal. Yeah, uh, mm. pretty much. That's great. That's singing from the same you know, hymn sheet as me because, you know, everybody gets these so many pictures, you know, of, of oh, look, I've got a ghost here. And Hang on, if you stand on one leg, uh, close one eye, hold it back a bit, turn it over a bit. Can you see there's an eye there? There's an eye there. Well, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder sort of thing, and they all believe they've got ghost pictures, don't they? <laughs> right, and a lot of what um, a lot of what I had covered in it that I had wrote was the uh, the basics on how a camera operates. Uh, and there's a lot of things that happen when you press down on that trigger button to uh, to take the picture that you don't really realize. And there's a lot of variables inside the the camera and its settings that can make a lot of false positives. Uh, yeah. You know, if the shutter speed is slow and you move you move the camera you know an eighth of an inch and not a lot. Um, you're going to get light streaks, and if you don't really realize that, that light streak for you is going to be a shooting orb, and next thing you know, you're, you're telling all your buddies and posting on the Internet thinking you're the next great, you know, ghost hunter, and you just had a little camera movement. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Vortexes, of course, can be what the sort of uh, uh, the um, strap of your camera that's in the way of the lens and so on and so on, isn't it? Right. That's all yeah. things that you, you normally don't know. But, I mean, uh, we actually did a show on it, and on, on a show called Sign. And just because that a, a certain thing might be a natural occurrence doesn't mean it, it isn't uh, a sign for someone who has passed. That means something mm. special to you. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you let that one go? I'm pretty amazed. <laughs> and, and anyways, Josh, I, I'm, you're, the, you're the first one that I ever knew that actually uh, rated uh, uh, pictures as they do EVPs like Class A's, B, and, and C's. I thought that was a, a great um, idea. Yeah, I mean, and I did that when I really um, first got started, and I just I was kind of shocked that no such thing had existed, and I I really just copied what EVP did, reworded it a little bit. Um, that was in Picture Yourself um, Ghost Hunting, and now this is the edition, or kind of a, a second edition of it, or a, a, a sequel to it with just capturing them on film. And for that purpose, I've actually kind of expanded out the classification system a little bit, re, um, cleared up the definition, and, and followed up with some more um, examples and what not to do at the end of it. So this year, this book, so if you, if you read that in the, in the Picture Yourself Ghost Hunting, uh, if you pick up the Picture Yourself Capturing Ghosts on Film, you'll see the kind of the expanded version of the uh, picture classification system. And now uh, I'm actually starting to think about probably after we get through this Halloween and holiday season to actually maybe putting out something on my own with my just my name on the cover and uh, that's going to be more of a field guide, a small pocket-sized book for doing spirit photography. Mm. Question for you, Josh. <laughs> have you sure. have you got a what you believe to be a genuine picture of a ghost, a spirit, a soul, an entity, um, 
a dead person that has passed over that you've taken a photograph or you've seen a photograph of? Uh, you know, it's tough the, uh, because I don't claim to be a, a you know a, a PhD in photography. I don't have a. I didn't go to college. You know, a lot of people they go to school for photography. I didn't do that. What I've learned, I I learned um, from my father who was a photographer. You know, and it's really the, the, the basic knowledge, make more than maybe your common person, but just the basic knowledge of camera functions and just apply it. Uh, yes. And I know there's a lot more to cameras and lenses than I know. And I have a hard time. Even when I see something I can't explain, I still have a real hard time saying that it's a ghost because I know there's so much more out there that can cause it. Um, and even the ones that I I still personally kind of, there's a few that I, I have that I think and that I say I feel are a true representation of spirit. I will always kind of, I always have this, this I always like as a, like a disclaimer, always say, you know, but it, it could still be this. Because there's always that possibility it could be something else. I've really yet to find the pic, the one picture that I can say. There's no logical reason for it. Right. But but that, to be very honest with you, is, is the same as anybody that's seen a ghost or heard a ghost or anything else. Because at the end of the day, uh, although we've perhaps gone through everything, and me included, um, who have seen what I, be what I believe to be uh, a real ghost, um, we're always still looking for, the, for that answer because we can't, we can't prove it uh, in any way. But the only thing about having, having a ghost on a photograph is that unlike me, who have still, has still got that ghost in my mind, in, on my hard drive, in my own mind, I can't show it to anybody else. But but the the person that's got the photograph can at least show it to other people, and, and then for the, you know then they can say yeah yeah or no yeah I believe that's a ghost. So I mean you know it's it's the one I'm really holding you to this now. It's the one picture that you know of that you could say I think that could be could be a ghost. Yeah, I I haven't seen them it, it, just because I know there's so much little things in there. That can that can cause it, and there's things I don't know. I've I've been in the presence of something I've definitely seen, and was 99.9 percent .9 sure was a spirit. You know, seeing shadows. Did you, did or, you get it on camera? But I didn't have my camera. You know, I always see that's always the same, isn't it? I didn't have the camera with me, but now physically, I've seen and experienced things that I know 100 percent are are ghosts. Yeah. But, the uh, picture-wise, I've yet to be able to really capture that that definite one. I, I'm of the same opinion, and I'm I'm far from an expert on on photography. I, I am I am yeah, not I a agree photographer with that. at all. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I am not a photographer. But we, a few months ago, we we had uh, um, a gentleman on. I can't, I can't remember, and his wife was a professional photographer. Do you remember that, Ron? And and. Um, I don't know. It's all a blur to me. You know, when you get well, to be I'm my sorry. age, anyway, when you get to be my age, you know what it's like. I remember. I remember. Anyway, I, I asked them the question that, that uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask Josh tonight. If, if you don't think I'm taking the whole show over, Ron. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love what to listen. To you, I love to listen to you talk. I'm very pleased. Anyway, right, Josh, you're ready for this. My okay. opinion of the whole thing is that you can't take a photograph of a ghost because. 
when someone sees a ghost, like I did, uh, there might have been three other people standing with me. There wasn't, but had there have been, only I may have seen that ghost um, because it's in my perception. I'm not saying it's not there, but it, it, I happen to be on the right frequency, the right wavelength or whatever. That moment when that spirit, soul, entity, recording, call it what you will, passed by me. And, and so in my perception, I saw it and it was real to me. How can you take a photograph of something that only one person sees if there's three people standing in a room, even if the camera is in the hand of the person that sees the ghost? Yeah, I, that is a, that's a really good um, outlook on it, because uh, a lot of what we talk about when you talk about spirits manifesting or making themselves known is through frequency. Even yeah. uh, psychics, psychics who have to who tune in, tune in on a frequency. Uh, I think... Yeah. When we're trying to capture it, I think there is a point sometimes when spirits do emit light, whether it is a light that is visible within our light spectrum or cameras having a little bit wider light spectrum, and that's why some people use infrared or um, yeah. ultraviolet uh, cameras and filters to try and get the pictures. I think that's what we're trying to do, and one big thing I always like to do is use um, open shutter speed or longer shutter speeds, open apertures to allow more of the ambient light that's in the room to come in and, and yep. burn into the, the film or the, the photo sensor chip inside the digital cameras longer so that if there is yep. any light that the spirit is trying to manifest that's within the, either our visible range or the visible range of the camera, it'll burn mm. in heart, you know, faster. Yeah, yeah. Because, you see, if it is on a, a frequency or a wavelength or whatever we want to call it that our brain uh, picks up and, and shows us through our receiver and, 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 and our viewer, if you like, our video camera in our head or our screen in our head, and we're on that frequency, is there a possibility that a camera, this sounds nonsense, but it's just a, I'm just wondering, could a, can a camera have a frequency or can it be on a frequency and can you change the frequency? Oh, who, to a, who knows? I mean, modern technology, you never know. It very well could be. Um, mm. Or does the, the vibration or frequency of the person hold it trans? translate into the, yeah. into the you know. that would be that would be why i it would be fascinating to speak to someone that's why i asked you had you got the camera when you saw when you saw that what you believe to be a ghost in other words wouldn't it be fascinating for someone to be looking at a ghost and take a photograph and then see whether in fact the photograph came out on the camera or whether it was purely in their mind yeah you know i That'd be, happened, kind of an, that'd be an experiment you would kind of have to do with a, uh, you know, with more than one camera, maybe more than one person, and you have to compare the, the camera being held by the person who is experiencing it and the person, the camera being held by the person who isn't. Yeah. And, then yeah. and how, on, how, on earth, there. how on earth are you ever going to know when that person's going to see a ghost? Right. That's the other problem. Yeah, it's a difficult know. one, but isn't it fascinating? Isn't the whole damn thing fascinating? Only we could find ourselves a, what we can guarantee to be a, a genuine photograph. It's mind-boggling at the, at the lead. <laughs> it is, it is. I've said enough, Ron, haven't I? It's up to you now. Oh, you did, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I, I kind of dominated with, uh, with uh, Dorothy a little bit, so that's why I gave you a little bit of space, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, Josh, you actually, you have a, a big event coming up, I believe, in, in the lovely state, uh, the, the, excuse me, say the independent nation of Vermont. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like that sometimes, ain't it, up there? Um, 
Yeah, I do. November 6th and 7th. It's a Friday and Saturday night up in uh, Manchester, Vermont, which is beautiful southern Vermont. Uh, and this is going to be held at the Equinox Resort and Spa. And if anyone's familiar with that um, here in the Northeast, it is a world-renowned resort. Uh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful five-star resort that is graciously uh, letting us um, letting us have a, a paranormal-related event there, which is kind of uncommon for these, you know, very luxurious spa resorts. And uh, they're giving us the place for the weekend. I got a, 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 a wonderful, uh, very uh, educational and uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, entertaining speakers for the weekend, um, and we're going to spend the, the late night hours of the weekend actually walking around in the dark of the place, uh, looking for some of the resident spirits. Uh, I understand you've got, you know, quite a, an awesome line out. Uh, you probably get the best of the best, right? <laughs> well, of course. Uh, only the best for uh, for the Equinox. <laughs> 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 uh, including the New England's own Van Helsing, uh, Ron, who will be, will be speaking and uh, helping us out throughout the weekend. and Pumping the bill. <laughs> pumping up the bill. We got Ron. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be speaking, probably doing my uh, more in-depth talk on the uh, paranormal photography stuff. The Friday night portion, I'll be doing a uh, Ghost Hunting 101, you know, to start things out. So when people actually who haven't ever been on an investigation or ever ghost hunted, they can actually uh, learn some of the techniques and how to use them, you know, if they have equipment, you know, some the the more accepted ways to use the equipment. I also have uh, Michael J. Baker. Uh, who is the, really, he, he started out as a filmmaker creating the, the paranormal documentary 14 Degrees uh, and has really, since then, has become one of the more well-known, uh, I guess, scientific minds in the paranormal who's doing, does a lot of testing and equipment building and stuff like that. He's going to be doing an EVP workshop, uh, giving out some free software uh, to people and... Giving, you know, he has done some new, new uh, techniques in EVP where he can actually transmit um, energy pulses and actually uh, translate it into voice on the other end, uh, which actually helps solidify the EVP claim and not debunk them like what most people are doing nowadays. Uh, we're going to screen his movie 14 Degrees. I have uh, Joseph Citro, who is kind of the uh, local guy up in Vermont. Every every state really has their haunted guru, and he's the uh, Haunted Guru for Vermont. He's, I think, he's on his sixth, sixth uh, book now about hauntings and monsters in Vermont. And he's also, I think, written five uh, novels, uh, paranormal, ghostly related novels. So he's also going to be speaking over the weekend. And I have a couple other little tricks up my sleeve for maybe a couple other workshops that uh, we'll be doing and uh, teaching everybody. And the Saturday part portion of the event will also include a dinner at the Equinox, which is. Incredible restaurants too, so it should be a great dinner too. That sounds awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm so sorry I'm back in England. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. a Manchester in England, right? So I was thinking they can find a hotel there. We can do a co-op. Yeah, that's, it's only 70 miles away from me as well. But really, yeah, let's do one in Manchester, England. Every every state, at least out here. Let me ask you this: this and I've, I've noticed. Every Manchester, at least in the New England state, happens to be like an outlet center at the same time. So it seems to be what? It seems to be where there's a lot of outlets and stores. 
I didn't, you know, oh, yeah. Man, Manchester, New Hampshire, Manchester, Massachusetts, Manchester, Vermont, they all house, like, outlet centers all over the place. I don't know if it's something to do with the name or what. You know, know. tourist destination. I, good point. Because I don't think I am sure there is one in because Manchester, England's quite a, a, a very big city, um, like a, probably a million population. I would think something like that. It's a yeah, big place, so uh, it w- it will have outlet stores. I'm sure. This is a, a you know, and we're we're keeping the the Sunday portion of this this uh, weekend completely free of anything paranormal. Uh, that's what we're doing on Friday and Saturday night. The hotel will be, or no, sorry, not a hotel, it is a resort. Um, the resort is offering uh, a package deal, which will include two uh, two nights at the resort with full accommodation and two tickets to the uh, paraconference and ghost hunt for only, I think the inclusive price is $395. Uh, the regular room rate for just one night is $300 there, so you're getting half off the price for two rooms plus admission to the conference for two people with full accommodation. And so now we're going to keep Sunday com- uh, completely open for anybody who's listening or who's ever visited New England knows that probably the best time to visit New England is in the the fall. So you have, and Vermont's no different than any other you know New England state. So you have, you know, all Sunday to kind of take in some leaf keeping if you're into that, or outlet shopping, and all that fun stuff in Manchester. It's a village. It's a real small community, but beautiful and busy at the same time. Yeah, that sounds good. It sounds really good. Now, if somebody wanted to get, like, tickets or something, where where could they go for that? All right, well, tickets right now are on sale at jmantelloevent.com. That is for the day tickets only. Within, hopefully, tomorrow or Thursday morning, the room rate and uh, the package deals through the resort will be on sale. Um, the ticket prices, I think, are pretty reasonable considering what we're getting here. Um, you can attend either day separately. If you can come down, if you want to just come down Friday night, um, listen to the history of the building and get uh, Ghost Hunting 101 lecture and still have four hours to, to investigate, uh, that'll only be $60. Uh, if you want to come down on, on Saturday and partake in all the speakers, including myself, Ron, Michael Baker, Joe Citro, the workshops, and the screening of 14 Degrees, and the four hours of ghost hunting. That'll be $120. And that'll also include the dinner at the resort. Uh, And I'm sure, you know, we've done this before. Ron has done it with contact. I'm sure we'll end up having some sort of uh, entertainment and raffles and stuff during the dinner. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. I'm not going to have to dance again, am I? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. If Paul, uh, Paulie's coming again, so maybe we'll get him to do some magic. He always, uh, <laughs> he's always entertaining. He gets some magic during dinner, and that'll be 120. Or you can, or you can buy passes for the entire weekend without the without the rooms for 160 dollars, which is you're saving 20 dollars off buying the, the tickets separately. The, the place is awesome. It's actually it's a five star hotel. I mean, the place is totally awesome. I am so psyched about doing this, Richard. I wish you were here. I wish I was here. Um, I'm very fond of Vermont. Uh, loved it when I was over there. Cause, you know, I did about. I think we did eight states while we were over there. Nearly five thousand miles. Um, wow! Unbelievable. But I wish I was back. Um, next time, put me on the list, and I'll be over there. And I and I think probably one of the the best points of the whole thing is actually who are the spirits that are said to be there. Um, you know, these are these are. Famous ghosts here. These aren't just uh, yeah. You're going to build one. No, no. Uh, some some old cook that used to uh, used to work there and, and died in the kitchen. 
Um, this resort has been guest to four four presidents while in presidency, and was the vacation home for Mary Todd Lincoln and the Lincoln family oh. while 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 Abraham was president. I just Gosh. found out today. I did a little bit of research. Abraham Lincoln did not actually stay at the resort and go there on vacation. He was actually scheduled to uh, vacation there in the summer of 1865, but unfortunately, he met an untimely death somewhere else. And, oh. uh, Never was actually. able to actually was never actually able to make it to uh, to Manchester, but his wife and family did vacation there um, over the summers while he was in office. And Todd Lincoln actually bought an adjacent property and and the adjacent property to the Equinox stayed within the Lincoln family until 1975. Uh, so uh, President Taft, uh, amongst yeah, I guess I can pull it up real quick on my webpage before we run out of time. Uh, had stayed there. It's been a destination. The Green Mountain Boys of the Revolutionary War used to meet there in, in the tavern back in the Revolution. Uh, you know, this place has been called an American treasure, and if you see it, it really is. I, I can't wait to go. I really can't. I mean, it's good. Well, Josh, you can't believe it, but we're just about out of time. All right, here, a quick, there it is. The, the, the presidents who have visited is Taft, Grant, Harrison, and Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Gosh, I'd love to come. Teddy, I come. Teddy is my favorite. Absolute yeah. favorite president. So anyways, Josh, we want to thank you for coming on the show, and I look forward to this once again. Where can they get tickets? Um, you can go to jmantelloevents.com, jmantelloevents.com. Go there. You'll see a tab for the Equinox event. Go down there, and all the ticket pricing, uh, lecturers, schedule of events is right there in the ticket buy right there via PayPal, and there's information on how you can send check or money order to me also for your ticket. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Josh. Thanks for coming on. Wonderful yep. talking you. to you, my friend. You too. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Richard. Time hey, to that was a good one. So uh, what do you got coming up this week? Anything special? What do I got coming up this week? Yep. Um, I've got a, a, a dinner, a sort of like a dining with a dead dinner, on, funnily enough, on Sunday um, in Derby Jail. Uh, other than that, it's very quiet. I'm very, I, actually, it's giving me a chance to have a bit of a rest because I'm, I'm so tired, uh, I haven't got over it yet. Um, so very little on. Um, I've got Julia, poor old Julia's having a cardiac thing tomorrow, and I'll report back to that because she's not been well since she came back from America, but she's going to be okay. There's not a problem. Okay. And, uh, of course, uh, on um, Wednesday, we'll be at the Circles of, Circles of Wisdom in Andover doing a little free talk. I said free with that, free talk and book signing. And on Friday, we will be uh, on for two hours on Mala Brooks' Stir in the Cauldron Psychic Radio, powered by CBS. Whatever. Ooh. And actually, <laughs> you know what? I will be doing readings there as well. You will be doing readings? I will be doing reading. What, reading from an Edgar, how, Edgar Allan Poe book, you mean? No, no, I have uh, a fairy card. Uh, but uh, I will be doing readings. Marmee will hey. be doing some and so forth. Sounds good to me. So uh, that's, that's on uh, this Friday on uh, Marla Brooks' show, Stir in the Cauldron on CBS uh, Psychic Radio, whatever that is. So I'll be doing that. Sounds interesting. Sounds good. So I guess we're going to wrap up. I know next week we do have uh, we're going to have a guy from the uh, Cash Down In on the show, right? Yeah, and I shall be re- re- uh, re- 
reporting live from uh, the oldest pub in Derby. Really? Very haunted as well, so that could be really good fun. I'm looking forward to that, Ron. Will you be drinking there? Of course I'll be drinking. You bastard. You bloody bastard. pedigree. Warm beer. Room temperature. Real brown beer. Good night. God bless everyone. See you soon. Bye-bye. Go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.